Hello and welcome to KIOS at the Movies. I'm your host, Joshua LeBure, and I'm here with Patrick Kinney and Diana Martinez from Film Streams. Hi. Hey there. And today we're talking about My Darling Supermarket. Eu gosto do que eu faço. Eu não vejo que eu faço uma coisa igual todos os dias. Acho que a vida das pessoas aqui não é muito interessante. Interessante pra quem? Por quê? Algo mais? Eu não me vejo uma pessoa normal, entendeu? Não vejo uma pessoa diferente, porque eu vejo que as pessoas fazem tudo do mesmo jeito todos os dias e não questionam nada. My Darling Supermarket is a visual love letter for working class people at a grocery store in Brazil. The care and delicacy, the time and patience that the film has should be a lesson on how to treat documentary subjects like human beings in all of our beauty and complexity. Oftentimes we're led to believe that our identities are based around our work, but when you give people the space to be able to speak about how they understand the world around them, about their hobbies, ideas, and the people that they love, we find out that every human being has a unique story and perspective, and oftentimes our jobs are just the way we pay our bills. My Darling Supermarket is beautifully photographed, the sound design is engrossing, and the pacing gives you time to live in the space and feel that you're getting to know these people. My Darling Supermarket is a must-watch. So with that, what did you guys think about My Darling Supermarket? I loved this sweet, sweet movie. This was the movie I needed. End of episode. Go watch it, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so short. You might you just <laughs> save the time that you would have had that you would have used listening to us to just go watch the whole movie. Um, I do want to start this one off because I feel like this movie for me. I worked in the grocery industry for a decade. I worked at Whole Foods. I owned a little grocery store. I feel like a special affinity to this movie. Like I, and to take the context and it, it, it's set in a different country. And it still feels so familiar. Like, I know these people. That was so beautiful. Yeah, I also, my experience of the movie was also colored by the fact that I've done several tours in grocery stores. Uh, also, one one at Whole Foods and one at a more, like, normal small town uh, grocery store. Shout out to Lucan's Village Foods in Bemidji, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shocked <laughs> if this reaches anybody who knows Lucan's. I think for me, it was really like um, really a, a good way to remind myself of a lot of things that I've forgotten lately. I feel like, um, you know, being lucky enough to like work from home, but also in what we do, like so much of um, my identity is what I do for a job, um, unfortunately. And here, like it was great to see people do their jobs while also talking about like their very personal views on like the afterlife and mm. love. Like this wasn't, this wasn't just humanizing like grocery store workers and like, Oh look, they're all, they also date and they also, you know, get sick and they also do the, but like in a, in a very um, kind of raw fundamental way, like these are people who all individually hold different ideas about like mortality and the universe and God. And I don't know, it was um, really needed uh, f for me to remember that I'm, I'm not what I do, you know, mm, that there are yeah. other things to me just as like these people, you know, go to the grocery store and some of them 
you know, are there and then they leave and they don't talk to their coworkers and, and they just come back and do it again the next day. It, it was the separation between their work and their life um, in, in, a, in a really clear way that was really touching for me. Yeah. And I really, you know, I didn't know exactly what to expect going into this because, you know, you have the establishing parts of the document that you would expect. You know, you're in a grocery store, you meet people who do different jobs in different areas of the grocery store. And then for a while, you're in sort of this very quirky movie where you're learning that these people that you've met briefly already are so, have such interesting inner lives, whether it's because of like interesting obsessions or just because of like something as interesting as like having a crush on somebody that they work with. You know, they're all interesting in some way. But then, yeah, I, it takes a real turn toward the spiritual where they ask these folks very deep questions. I think that documentaries at their best either tell us like a really big story and give us context or they can tell us something really small and and show you something that usually you don't see when you're out in the world just interacting with everyday folks. And it reminds me of, um, I'm going to have them on my recommendations, but these smaller films, like there's a film called the philosopher's stone. That's about janitors, um, or parking lot movie. That's like the inner lives of all these, like people that work in this parking lot. And, uh, I think of like Agnes Varda and, uh, I never know how to pronounce it, but I think it's, um, in, a, in Americanized French, you would call it daguerreotypes or something like that. Um, but it's about her neighborhood and the people that work and like work in the shops around her neighborhood. Um, and I love these films that kind of put a spotlight and show you exactly what you were talking about, um, Patrick, that every single person has a story and their stories can be very interesting <laughs> and full of pain and and ideas and, and love and, and just all the, all the different human emotions. And I, I love when a documentary can do that and make you see something that you experience often, but see it in a different way. Yeah. And I loved, I've forgotten his name, unfortunately, but the, the little, the little, the little Baker man who loved, um, who loved anime and manga. He was so wonderful. Um, and then, of course, you know, Rodrigo and, and Kelly, the Jim and Pam of the grocery store, uh, their their relationship was a true joy to watch. I, I mean, it helps. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you say what you're going to say, because mine can be brought up later. I was just going to say that, that this film, like it has so much heart and it's so interesting and it's helped by the fact that it's shot beautifully. Okay, that's literally exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, uh, the filmmaking behind this film also is, like, is just incredible. I just loved the cinematography. I loved the way the camera moved through the grocery store. I loved the blocking of the shots. Like, uh, it was just really, really well done. And if I may bring up a reference point in the world of fine art, uh, I think... I believe that a visual influence was the photography of Andreas Gursky, um, who had some iconic, has some iconic photos. I think it's in LACMA, but of the infamous Los Angeles store, 99 cents. Um, they're beautiful photographs. And I think there's several compositions in my darling supermarket yeah. that look so much like those photos. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. Ooh, I'm looking at them now. I never saw them before. They're oh, yeah. beautiful. They're I beautiful. love the yeah. 99 cent store. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to like go out of my way to go there, but it looks like an amazing place. I think this is a lesson for filmmakers too. Um, I think that so many filmmakers want to be the, the person who makes like a giant film. That's about a huge subject. Um, and everyone like out of film school, like wants to get like their hundred grand or whatever to make their, their film or, but really you can make such a beautiful story just with the things and the people around you. And I think that it's important to be reminded of that sometimes that you don't always have to go outside of your community, um, to make something that's impactful because I think that just these people working at a grocery store, like literally how many of us have, have worked at a place and we're like, man, somebody should make like a sitcom about us or whatever. Um, but I think that, you know, if you're a good enough filmmaker, you, you can actually make that happen. <laughs> I don't know the filmmaker's connection to this grocery store, but you know, I could have made a very similar film about all my coworkers back when I worked at Whole Foods and and part of me kind of wishes I did. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think it would be so fun and exciting. Like this is a good one for young filmmakers to see like what's possible. And I hope that there's somebody in the world that watches it and is like, get some major inspiration from it. And this is also the director's feature debut. So she's made a few shorts, but this is her first full length documentary. I mean, and and I'm super excited to see what she goes on to do next because this movie was just, it was so beautiful. And like you said, Josh, like I think like by picking such a, I, and I don't mean this in like a like a pejorative, but like it, and it's such a small topic. Like she really got to like like the depth is there, um, and she found depth and humanity within these people. That like this this could have been a much more superficial. Um, you know, you don't have to pose these philosophical questions to these supermarket employees, but like she seemed to know that like they could go there. And like to me, like that's something that like, like I hope Chloe Zhao sees this movie. Like I feel like it's on that level to me of like someone who's able to find really compelling real people as characters um, and get them to talk and reveal things on screen that I think it's really hard to do. I think I want to conclude with I have a thought of the f one of the first things in the film, like dialogue wise is they have this man that works in the back room whose name I'm forgetting. I'm terrible at remembering characters names if I didn't write them down on my notes and I didn't, but he's like, why would you want to make a movie about us? Just regular people working in, you know, just doing our jobs. Uh, you know, maybe my wife would want to see it and maybe my kid. <laughs> and the answer is me. I want to see it. So thanks for this film to that filmmaker. <laughs> so with that, what would you guys watch with uh, My Darling Supermarket? Uh, so this film, My Darling Supermarket, is being released by um, Cinema Tropical, which is a nonprofit organization. It's based in New York, and their whole job is to distribute um, Latin American cinema 
in the United States, and they do such a great job of this. And there is a really great film that they released um, that you can rent through their website, and it's called Everything Else um, by the director Natalia Almada. And it is about, it's, it's a fictional feature, um, and, but it's about this older woman who has this like bureaucratic job um, and she uh, is like kind of just rolling through life <laughs> and needs to kind of reinvigorate herself and rejuvenate herself. And so um, the whole film is about that. And it's a, it's a great film. <clears throat> and I think it really, it gives depth to, again, another kind of employee that, <clears throat> I know what's wrong with my voice. It gives, it gives depth to an employee that you don't really see depicted in really like deep ways. So watch that film. Um, but also one of the co-founders of Cinema Tropical, and I was actually gonna tell you this, Patrick, is um, Carlos Gutierrez, um, also known as Carlos Aguilar. And he recently um, wrote for the New York Times this really wonderful compendium called The 20 Essential Films Since 2000. And it's all about um, the most kind of important Latino films uh, you know, in the last 20 years. And because Cinema Tropical's web website says Carlos Gutierrez and the New York Times thing says Carlos Aguilar, I did not know that they were the same people. <laughs> so I was like emailing back and forth with him and I did not know that it was him. So um, I also thought it would be weird to be like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> He's a really great did writer. Did you? <laughs> no, I, maybe I should, but he's a really yeah. great writer. He he writes, um, you know, so beautifully about like Latinx film, but also just film in general. Um, and this article in the New York Times is really good. So support Cinema Tropical. And if you can um, read Carlos's work, uh, because it's really good at pointing out a lot of these films um, that also depict Latin America, Latin Americans and Latinos. Um, in non-stereotypical ways, which is also something that I really appreciated of this film. Great recommendations. I will piggyback on that or uh, expand, I guess. Uh, I'll recommend a feature, a narrative feature as well, uh, called Support the Girls. This is a few years old. Um, it is set in a workplace that I've never seen a movie set in before. This is like a like a sports bar restaurant, like a like a Hooters type restaurant, um, and it's a day in the life of the manager, who's played by the excellent Regina Hall. Um, she is incredible in this role, um, and she, you know, it brings to light like all the challenges <laughs> and she, she's a she's very dedicated at, at her job as a manager of this you know sports sports bar um and to the relationships at you know that uh, with the, the employees and the customers um and uh it's a really affecting movie um another one that's a simple premise and just i think good filmmaking and amazing acting kind of really carry it Support the girls. I'm going to go with the 2009 documentary by Patrick Shen. Um, and it's about custodial workers at uh, some U.S., some major U.S. Uh, universities. And it's called the Philosopher Kings. And it's just about janitors who work at universities and their lives and their families and uh, their hobbies and passions and their feelings on the work that they do. 
Um, I think it's an incredibly important and beautiful film. I just love the way that these, you know, people get to share their stories and it's just another one of those things where it's just like underappreciated jobs. Um, and you know, real people do those jobs and we should remember that. Um, and then also the other one I want to recommend, uh, is a 1984 documentary that union docs in New York put out. Uh, recently after finding a, um, it almost got lost, uh, but it's called Las Ures, uh, and it's about a neighborhood in New York. Um, at the time it was like the poorest neighborhood in the city. Um, but yeah, it's just a really beautiful film of the people that live there and, and the people, um, in this neighborhood in the eighties. And it's just a really well done documentary um, and the union docs, uh, restoration of it. And they did a short film project with it. So there's a bunch of short films to dive into that are inspired by the film. Um, it's just a cool project in general. Um, so I definitely suggest people go see that. My Darling Supermarket is available on film streams at home. For KIOS, I'm Joshua LeBure. For film streams, I'm Patrick Kinney. And for film streams, I'm Diana Martinez. Did it. Yeah.